Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi everybody, it's Kim Hughes and today I want to talk to you about your third-party programs that you're using to post to your social media. So I want you to kind of think about right now how many programs are that you have hired and you're paying money to to post to your Facebook, your Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, Twitter, whatever those platforms are, who is that third-party program or how many third-party programs do you have posting for you? And then you just kind of walk away from it. You kind of look at it, it's a done for you. They don't pay, you're not paying much attention to it. You're not really sure what they're posting, when they're posting, you know, or anything. And they don't send you analytics. They don't send you leads or anything. So let's kind of talk about that because we ran into a situation the other day that I went, okay, this is probably happening to a lot of agents. So the first thing that I want to do is just talk to you a little bit about social media. So as we all know, it's one of the most important tools that you need to implement into your business. And when you, when you implement it, it's a strategy. It's, it's, you know, something that you really need to focus on, on who is your target audience what is it you're expecting from that from that post or those listings that you're posting you know the blog that you're posting the souls and everything what is it that you're wanting to get well everybody wants to get leads clients listings buyers whatever that may be but the thing that we need to look at is who's paying attention to it so i want you to really kind of start focusing and take some notes here because i'm going to drop you some really good nuggets on what you need to do with these third-party programs. So I want you to kind of think about um, how these programs are working. So we're gonna talk about, you know, before we talk about the pitfalls of it, I think it's important that you understand what I mean by a third-party program. Now, third-party program are often marketed as an all-in-one solution for you providing you with like design templates, automated postings, um, lead generation tools, newsletters, etc. And while they may offer you that convenience, you know, and so it's, it's like a time management thing, right? So you're thinking, wow, this is all great. I don't have to think about it. They're going to take care of it for me. And it's a win-win situation. Well, they can ultimately limit the control that you're going to have and instead of it benefiting you, it's really going to hinder your online presence. So this could include your franchise. So if you have a franchise that's offering you in-house marketing services, websites, newsletters, drip campaigns, that's great. But what you need to look at is how can you customize it to your brand? Okay, so we want you to stand out in your market. We don't want the franchise to stand out. We want you to stand out. So usually when you, per, you're already paying for these services if you're not paying an additional fee. 
But when you're looking at the franchise offering all these tools to you, you need to kind of look at it and say, how is that benefiting my client? Does it look like it's canned material? Um, where did the leads go if they were to click on something? Um, if it goes, most likely the lead is going to go to the franchise or go to that brokerage. And then sometimes that brokerage has a way of distributing those leads. So I want you to really focus in on what does your franchise offer? What is it that you're using from your franchise and how is it benefiting you? And the bottom line is what are your analytics? What is your return of investment? If you're not getting anything from it, that means that you are not touching the people you need to be touching, okay? So we really want to think about that because there's a lot of energy that goes into this. I mean, you know, a really good social media manager is going to really understand what, what your goal is. You know, of course I tell everybody, everybody's got the same goal. It's just how we achieve that goal is the way we do it for you. So you're gonna do it differently than Susie Jones realtor over here. So you kind of have to think about that. So I really want you to kind of focus on the strategy that we're putting in place here. So there is an illusion of convenience. So these third party programs can be alluring due to their promises of convenience. And we want that convenience, but at what price? A third party program offers pre-written content, automated scheduling, which can save you time and effort again. But however, this convenience always comes at a cost and the cost is on you. So by allowing these programs to post the content to your social media platforms, you're missing out on the opportunity to showcase your unique selling points and your brand identity. Not to mention what these programs post for you. And this is something where you want to think is if you are paying ABC third party program to post on your social media or send out your newsletter, um, whatever that is, then how many other agents are they doing that for across the country? But then tone it, take a, a narrow view of it and think how many in my market are using the same service, sending out the same material, to the same people in our community or in our market. So if I'm, if I'm a realtor and I'm sending out my newsletter and it's a canned material and Susie Jones over here, realtor is sending out the same newsletter and it's going to the same person. Um, they're going to kind of look at it and go, yeah, you know what? They're not even unique in what they're doing. So what, if they're not unique in their own business, how are they going to help me sell my property? So this is something that sellers look at, you know, so you've got to be on top of it. Um, it's very important that you know what you're sending out and making sure that it's unique. It's to your audience and it speaks to them, educates them, informs them. So, you know, when you're doing newsletters and things like that, there's other programs you can use, but you're going to have to put in the time to customize it to you and to your audience. Okay. So that's really important because when, um, I mean, I'm on every one of my clients, I get everything that they're on and you know, some of them do send out those canned newsletters and I always kind of just laugh and say, you know what, if you just spent 30, let me spend 30 minutes a month putting together your newsletter, 
you know, you would have an impressive newsletter that people are getting and they're reading and they're engaging with you because you should be able to see the open rate, the click throughs and all of that from all the links that are in your newsletter. And you probably can't do that if it's a canned stationary newsletter, market piece, drip campaign, post, etc. So one thing that you can do though, is you can go to your social media and let's just say Facebook, pretty much everybody's on Facebook. You probably have a Facebook page. And if you have a third party program posting to that page for you, the first thing you need to look at is kind of just take maybe the last couple of weeks or maybe the last month and go just scroll down and see how many likes, how many comments, how many shares are you getting? And then go to the back office and I think it's business management and look at your analytics, your insights and see what that's telling you. So on Instagram, it's called insights. So you can go to Instagram and click on each post where it, right under the post, it'll say insights. And you can see how many people that follow you have seen that and how many have, that don't follow you, but maybe found you through a hashtag. So then you can look at your analytics and kind of decide what's my return of investment, right? I always go by, if I post something and I had 10 people look at it, and I had one person send me a direct message saying, hey, this was a great post, thanks for the information. That's what I go by, is the engagement. So when I get that private message, then I'm replying to them, hey, thanks for that information, I really appreciate it, let me know, you know what else you're looking for and I'll see if I can put some stuff together and put it on my social media to give you more tips. Or, hey, you know, if you're interested, I would love to have a conversation with you. You know, always have a conversation, if you can, with a call of action. Okay, so I got a little off, but one of the things that I do want to share is the reason why this podcast came to my mind was I am working with a client. Um, she has a great presence in her community. She's been in the business like 30 years. Um, but she has noticed that she's not getting any leads. And so when she called me and we, she heard another podcast that I was talking about this. So she called me, we had a conversation. I said, you know, let me just kind of look at what you have and then I'll come back to you with what we recommend. And so as I was going through and I was on her Facebook, on her Instagram, on her Twitter, and noticed that she has two third-party programs posting to her accounts or her platforms and not only that but when they post when you click on the link to read the article it's taking you to their website not hers um, no engagement she has probably 1500 followers so she should have some kind of engagement you would think but she's had no likes no comments no shares in probably four or five months so when I asked her, you know, are you getting leads from your website? She said zero. So I look at the website and, you know, there's some great content. You know, um, the website is very well done. Her branding is there. There's a lot of information. Um, you know, I was really impressed because this particular website platform did deliver what they promised. Um, but the problem is nothing is going to her website. So therefore nobody's going to her website and she's paying good money for that website. I think she's paying like $125 a month. And I think she paid like two, 2005 to build it. So, you know, she's got an investment here and she's getting zero return of investment. 
So when I explained that to her, you know, she said, well, what do we do to fix it? So here's some tips that I'm going to give y'all on what you can do. And, um, and because I want you to go in and I want you to take a, I want you to put aside about an hour just to go through all of your social media. I want you to go through your website. How many leads do you get? What kind of newsletter is going out? What kind of funnel is going out to them? Drip campaign, whatever you want to call it and see what that return of investment is. And then if you're not getting anything or you're not impressed with those numbers, then you need to kind of take a step back and think, how can I make this work for me? Okay. Um, because one of the detrimental effects on the traffic and the web authority is, and this is crazy. So one thing that you need to remember is when some, a third party program is posting for you on social media, they're posting for everybody else, for all the, the clients that they have. So if you posted on, if a third party posted on my content on my Facebook today about how to buy a new roof, then they're putting it on, let's say 1500 other accounts. Well, guess what? Facebook's picking up on that. They're considering you as a spammer. So therefore you are dropped to the very bottom of the barrel. Your audience is not seeing your content at all. Um, they're giving you negative points. So therefore you're not even showing up even if you're on Instagram because Facebook owns both. So therefore if you're not posting um, original or engaging content, they're, they're saying you're not worth their time or effort, right? So that's one thing that's hurting you um, as well as everything else I've told you. But then the other thing that hurts you is your SEO. So even if they're posting to your website, all these articles, you know, like you have all these companies, these third party programs that are posting a blog. And when you click on it, it goes back to their website. So you really need to understand that you're paying for some great stuff. Maybe it's great content, but it's the way that it's set up that's hurting you. So it's hurting you in the pocketbook. It's hurting you in engagement, building an audience, showing your brand, becoming a market leader. It's hurting you in, because now you're considered a spam, a spammer, and it's hurting you in search engines. So nobody really thinks about that when that third party program is calling you saying, Hey, I have a solution for you to your social media problems. So, you know, I always say if it, if it works, you put work into it. If it doesn't work, it's because you didn't bother to put the time or the effort into it. So what I want you to think about is the lack of the control that you have, as well as the customization. So when relying on these third party programs, um, you're relinquishing total control. Well, I'm not going to say total, but I would say 90% control over your online presence. These programs often or, um, you know, they offer you limited, uh, you know, they may say, oh, well, we'll put your picture, we'll put your phone number, your email address, you know, that kind of thing. But that's not doing anything because nobody's seeing it. Okay. So with this client that I was telling you about, when I clicked on the link to read, to see where it went, she did have a web page on their platform. And, you know, it's very Mickey Mouse looking, you know, but, you know, who cares if it's going to give them, the, if I'm looking for the information and it's Mickey Mouse looking, but I still get my information, I'm going to read it. But there was no way to reach out to her. Um, there was no phone number, just a picture of her 
and that was pretty much it and so it's like your 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 audience is being tricked in a way and i shouldn't say that i don't mean that in an ugly way but i'm just saying you know they click on that link thinking that you posted that now they've clicked on the link they go to this web page that looks like yours and then that they fill out the information then it's going to that third-party program and you may never see it because you don't know and you're so busy doing other things you just assume that everything is working on your social media and on your website so I want you to kind of think about that I want you to kind of take control back of what you have and take an accounting of all the programs that you have and what do these programs actually do for you and what the, is the return of investment on them and then how much do they cost per month because you could probably save a lot of money if you kind of just went through everything and looked at it and went yep that's not working that's not working but then invest in things that are working which you know everything we want is going to be customized around you and your brand so we want you to build that strategic you know social media presence I want you to avoid the pitfalls of the third-party programs that are Mac that and and I want you to maximize your social media presence it's so important to take control of your online presence and prioritize your website and so here's here's five things I'm going to tell you to do um, I want you to really look at your website okay make your website the central hub of all your online presence so all the social media platforms should link all back to your website everything that you post I'm gonna say probably 90 for 95 percent of everything you post should go back to your website okay now if you're if you see something on hgtv.com and you're like oh that would be a really good post you know throw it out there every now and then but the majority of what you put should drive people to your website okay whether and I've talked about this you know you can offer freebies you can offer a free market analysis um, you can offer you know all kinds of stuff you know read my blog sign up for my newsletter um, you know all kinds of things one of the things that I noticed on this one client that I was mentioning is when I clicked on one of the other third-party programs they had um, a promotion and when I clicked on it it took me to their website to give them my information to win like I think it was like five hundred dollars and I went okay and when I asked the client are you getting those or any are you getting any leads from that and she said I didn't even know that was up there where's that five hundred dollars coming from is it coming from me or coming from the third-party program so you see you you've got to be aware of what they're posting because that could put you in a bind you know five hundred dollars you know that's that's a chunk of change to me so always know what you're doing with your website invest in it you know and I don't mean just money I mean really invest in it and make it your voice okay because this is your online business card basically so give it a voice you know um, if you're not a content creator then find the con content creator that can help you you know we write content all day long for our clients so you know we understand how these websites work we have a really good relationship with some of them and we work well with them and that is the key is making sure that you have a good relationship with the website company that you're using 
And then I want you, uh, like I said, just create the original content. So instead of relying on this generic or the pre-made content, focus on producing the high quality original content that resonates with your target audience. This will help you establish you as the authority in your market. Now, if you still want the convenience of having the content written, so this is where you can do something. So let's say you do like what that third party program is putting out. You like those articles or the blogs or whatever. That's great. So you should be able to take that content to your website and put it on your blog. Okay. But when you do that, you need to tweak it. So it's not being picked up by the search engine saying this is the same content, just a different source. So, I mean, th change things like the title of the article, change the artwork, um, read the article and tweak it to you or your voice and or your market. So those are some of the things that you can do with these articles. And I'm not saying they're bad articles. I'm just saying that the way that some of these third party programs is a little misleading. So you need to understand that. Um, Articles are great, you can use them, just tweak them, you own them, you've paid for them. So you should have the right to use them any way you want, whether it's website, email, um, in a drip campaign, in a newsletter, or in a social media post. So make sure that when you talk to this third party program that you know what you have the right to use it for, okay? Um, you know, it comes down to driving the traffic to the website. So when you utilize the social media platforms to do that, then you're, you're going to share like when you put a blog on your website, you're going to take the link, put it on your social media. So let's just say Facebook, and you're going to give a little, you know, what we say, a little intro, a hook or something like that to get them to click on the link to go to the website to read the article. So you gotta kind of be creative there on what are you gonna say to get that person to open up that article, okay? So you've got like five seconds to figure, you know, to get their attention, to get them to click on it, to want to know more. And then I want you to leverage your social media for engagement. So while your website, you know, it should be your primary focus, don't neglect the social media entirely. So use it as a tool to engage with your audience, build those relationships and direct them to the website for more in-depth information. So just like I said, you know, you take your link from your website, put it in your social media, and then now they're on your website reading the article. And while they're reading the article, they're like, oh wow, what else do they have to offer here? Oh, I can get a CMA. Oh, and it's free. Wow, that's great. Let me sign up for that. So now you're building your lead generation. And what should happen from there is when you're getting leads from your website, they should be going into a, maybe your CRM. Um, they should be put on your newsletter. You should have a drip campaign for them based on the information that they've given you, whether they're a buyer, a seller, they're relocating, whatever that may be. So that way it's not just engaging with them on social media and on your website, it's how can you nurture the relationship further so that when it does come time for them to buy or sell, they're reaching out to you because you have been talking to them and educating them and showing them that you are the market leader. Okay. So just remember that it takes, takes time to do this, but once you do it, it, the reward and the return of investment is so much better. Okay. 
So this is a good way to engage with your audience. So um, in conclusion to all of this, I hope this has helped you a lot and I would love to hear your feedback. But the thing that I really want you to understand is I do not have a problem with third-party programs. What I want you to look at is how are you getting a return of investment on what they're doing? You may not care. And if you don't care, that's great. But at least you know, and you can make a decision for yourself and they're not making that decision for you. And if you don't like what they're doing, then you need to pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. Okay, that's really, really important. Um, I had three conversations today with three different um, third-party programs that we found posting to her um, social media, and there was one that was sending out a newsletter. She didn't even know she had. So, you know, it's, it's crazy some of these things that they're doing that you have no idea. So you really need to focus on that. Um, I can't tell you enough to make a list. Make a list, go to your credit card and look at last month's credit card statement and make a list of everybody you're paying money to and start calling them and having conversations. You know, what are you posting? Well, what are, can I use it on my blog? Can I use it on my website? Can I use it in an email? You know, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. So um, just be aware that you have, you have options, okay? So kind of like when we discuss with our clients their social media strategy, you know, we're not just cookie cutter. We're really diving in, getting to know you, your business, your audience, your market, what's your target goal. You know, we're doing like this whole assessment of what is your, um, you know, what you want to get out of it because we're bringing our knowledge and our experience to the table and you're paying for it. So, you know, the first thing my team and I are doing was we're making sure we can deliver what you need. And we can't, we don't have clients that complain about it. So, but at the same time, not every client is the same. So you have to remember that a client that may be, say, um, you know, we have three packages. So let's say they are on the, um, just the premier package, they're going to pay less, but they're also going to get less in services. Then the middle package is going to give you a little bit more. And then the pro package is going to give you all the bells and whistles. So that's where you kind of have to think, you know, where do I want to be? Do I just want to be an influencer for my market? Or do I really want to dive in and really get this thing going and start seeing results from it? You know, it's all about what your goal is with your social media and your marketing. I mean, this goes for even if you're doing direct marketing, what is your goal? Who are you marketing to? What is the message? You know, what is your expectations from that campaign that you're sending out? So this could really apply to a several areas of the marketing that you do in your company. But this is what we're talking about today is social media. So at the end of all of this, what I want you to do is, you know, well, first I'm just going to kind of do a recap. I want you to um, take it as a priority to look at all the third-party programs. I want you to look at them. I want you to write them down. I want you to see how much you're paying. And then I want you to go look at your social media, look at your website, see what you're getting as far as likes, comments, um, shares, etc. And 
take that into consideration before you talk to them. So have your analytics. Go into the back end, get your analytics. That'll tell you a lot right there. Um, impressions, you know, a lot of people overlook that, but impressions, you know, can be kind of important. It's like how many times was it seen in your feed or in their feed, I should say. So if, if this is something that you're interested in doing, it's building your online market place in the world. Um, you know, I highly recommend that you reach out, we schedule a call, have a conversation and see what we're looking at and how we can make it better. We would love that opportunity. I mean, we're really good at social media. Um, of course, we've been doing it since what, 2004, 2005. And, um, you know, we're all, all the people on my team are very savvy and we're all located in the United States. So we understand the real estate market. We look at the markets across the board. We know what's going on. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to know what's going on in your market, but I'm going to get have an overall idea of what's going on. My team is going to have an idea of what's going on. But that's where we have that conversation and dive deeper into what your needs are and what your expectations are and what your goal is. So hopefully this has helped you out a lot with what you're trying to do with your social media. And, and you know, it's just kind of a little eye opener that you think you're getting something really great, but you really need to go look at it and see if it's meeting your satisfactions. You know, that's all it is. It's just, if you're happy with what you're getting, great. If you're not happy, then you need to take action and, and take control of it and make it what you want it. So I appreciate you so much for listening in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to um, leave us a review. We would, we would appreciate it. Make sure you follow us and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. Bye.